Hello and welcome again to another episode of Jam XP. I'm your host, Jam Jess. And I am your co-host, Chris TFS. In this episode, we're going to talk about some acoustic versions of songs that we actually think are better than the originals. I mean, I don't know if I think they're completely better, but I definitely really, really enjoy them. Did you understand the assignment? I did understand the assignment. I'm going to play that song from TikTok. But I could not say, yes, they are totally better than the originals. You just enjoy them on a different level. On a different level, yes. Okay. Anywho, I'm going to start. My first one is Silverstein, my heroine. I'm quitting. See it. <laughs> <laughs> That's on my list too, of course. Of Go course ahead. Why do, why do you like this one? Uh, I mean, it's just great. I mean, the original version is great, but I definitely think the acoustic version is better. It hits differently. And it was, I feel like it was meant to be an acoustic song. And you messed up your camera. With I that. did mess up my camera. If anyone's watching, this is great B-roll. Um, yeah, so... Since it's probably on your list, you might as well discuss as well. So my heroine, when it's broken down with the acoustic version, Shane slows it down ever so slightly. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I mean ever so slightly. I think the acoustic version is maybe like 10 seconds longer or so than the original. And when it's broken down acoustically, when he actually sings the what would be rough vocal parts... It just hits completely differently. That's a shame. Sorry. It's just okay. on my list. What else do you have? <laughs> I have the Plain White Tees, Hey There Delilah. Yes, yes, I know the song is like super overplayed and everybody listens to it, but it's just, I don't know. I love the song. Sorry. It's a good song. And I it's knew a- the Plain White Tees way before they were big. So, and I, th- I think that there's an original version of it but i'm pretty sure that hey there delilah sounds acoustic no matter what version it is to me at least yeah yeah it's one of those songs it is one of those songs but i think they did do an actual acoustic version but i don't think they sound super different just like guitar is probably different yeah i'd say so that are two of mine what about you so I'm going to mention this one, but this one's with a caveat. So my very first one is a song that was originally acoustic from a, I'm going to call it an EP. It wasn't really an EP. It was like a a bonus content CD slash DVD. And then this band put it on a later album and it was no longer acoustic. So the song is Nobody Put Baby in the Corner by Fall Out Boy. Yeah. It was originally on uh, My Heart Will Always Be the B-Side of My Tongue, which was a DVD video along with, I want to say there was like five tracks or something on there. Hmm. And this was originally acoustic. It was great. And then when they brought Cork Tree out, they turned it into a full instrumental song. And yeah. it just doesn't hit the same to me. Like it, it has a completely different feel. And that feel just is so much more robust and emotional, I feel, in the acoustic form right yeah i don't remember hearing that song acoustically originally i just remember cork tree did you have that album i don't think so that i'm calling it the ep but that was so in a previous episode i mentioned 
uh, that reference to Andy Hurley saying, telling that person at a hotel that he was in yeah. Charlotte. It oh, was from that yeah. DVD. Uh, yeah, I don't think I had that DVD, but maybe I do. And I never watched it. Should so Lisa, that. if you're listening to this episode, message us and comment on it and we can discuss or Chris can get us discuss with you about that. For sure. You you got to watch that DVD because they also have like a three or four song acoustic house show set that they put in there and there's great great shenanigans yeah on that dvd so you'll have to find it and i love dvds that bands have put out we should do an episode on that we should i'm down there's a lot of music dvds out there there are i'm totally down for that episode let's totally do it we're gonna do an episode guys so it'll be a while write this down we're writing it down right now no when you edit too because well (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right what what else do you have all right okay how many story we, of the year songs do you have just because of that and i mean it was originally a song for his wife on their wedding day but he's been married now like three times i think so <laughs> and and to clarify you're talking about from bayside not your husband no not my husband <laughs> the lead singer of bayside which his name eludes me for some reason anthony ranieri that's what it is. Anywho. And then the second Bayside song I have is Montauk, which is another great acoustic song they did. Because I believe they had actually done an acoustic album at one point. I will also add in on this discussion, Set It Off has an acoustic version. Can you of hear my-, my dog? <laughs> I did hear your dog. but I'm I sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. She She's about to disagree with whatever you're going to say. Oh, I heard her on. again yeah anywho set it off wild wild world i don't know if you've heard that song but have you heard that song i have not well you should listen to it it's really good and that's all i have to say about that song that's all i gotta say about that and that's all i gotta say about that you want my next yes please okay so my next is by state champs and it's elevated okay so I don't know. I, it kind of goes back to what I was saying about the Fall Out Boy song. It just makes it feel more emotional when it's broken down. It, and it, it's probably the same for any acoustic song. Yeah. Right. So it's it's just more emotional. It's even if it's not actually slower, it feels slower. And it just allows me to connect with the song more. So I actually didn't find the acoustic version of this song until maybe three or four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I've Almost like with my heroine, um, if I'm going to start listening to State Champs, I seek out this acoustic version of Elevated first. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge State Champs fan, so I don't really know what song that is. But I've listened to them, but I don't know that I could name the song titles. (laughs) Yeah, definitely, definitely check it out. Uh, I will check it out. They have a couple other acoustic songs. And as I was, the way I approached this was I was thinking of bands and then I was trying to think of like acoustic versions of songs they might have. So I kind of did it like backwards a little bit. But when I thought of State Champs, I know they have a bunch more acoustic songs, but Elevated was the one that stuck out to me. Okay. And then my last, but never least, well, technically it's not my last because I have a little bit of something else after this. Um, Story of the Year, my favorite acoustic songs, which may or may not be agreed upon would be sidewalks and anthem of our dying day i mean i love until the day i die acoustic but for some reason i just 
prefer the unacoustic version the best because mm-hmm. it's just it's that iconic song and i just feel right. like it shouldn't be changed but even that version's good i mean during covid dan from sorry the air the lead singer he uh did a covid acoustic set for mm-hmm. the fans and i mean it was just great i loved it all and uh yeah those are my favorite story of the year acoustic songs that hit differently than the originals for sure because sidewalks was kind of always a slower song originally mm-hmm. but then you set it off into an acoustic version and it's like completely different vibe and i lo- I love that okay i've got two more you have two more and then i'll get into my more. little other thing i have going on okay so this one is a little bit different so there's an official acoustic version but i will say this song is covered so much acoustically that anytime I hear it, pretty much anyone I hear performing it acoustically, I love. It's What I Got by Sublime. <laughs> the acoustic version and just having it be, I mean, that song is already pretty chill. And when it's brought in acoustically, I don't know, it just, again, it hits a little bit differently, but it's not so much like the emotional feeling to it that I get with the acoustic version it's that chill feeling like yeah i can really relax i cannot tell you how many times i've been on a walk in a park and somebody with a guitar has been sitting on a bench playing the song as i've walked by and i just want to sit there and listen but not be a creep and that's a little hard to do like you walk by and you're just gonna sit in the grass and watch this guy play i mean a little weird sure why not i mean he's out there in public playing he wants people to hear his music. Maybe I'll go sing with one of them next you time. You should do it. And you should, should record it. You know, you should record this person in the park. For Maybe the he's a starving artist trying to get somewhere and just wants to play his music and have it be heard. Maybe. You might I'll be the that person that videotapes him, posts it to social media that gets him recognized and gets him a bazillion TikTok likes. Maybe. Shares. Maybe. You never know. I'll try my best. <laughs> I'll, I'll put a blast out there be like anyone want to meet up in the park um no that's really creepy. that's creepy okay that's one all step at a time i don't know if i know that song well i'm, I'm not gonna sing it for you why not because i no. <laughs> too nasally you're too nasally yeah yeah <laughs> so no but definitely check that one out it's good i believe it was originally recorded acoustically and like again one of those like live studio session kind of things but it's a great acoustic version yeah and that's all i gotta say about that all right Forrest. all right so i went and decided i'm in the story of the year discord so i wanted to know what the story of the year discord's favorite story of the year acoustic song was okay because i was curious if it was the same as my two songs which it was not. <laughs> uh, I had some a few people say Swallow the Knife. And I also had a couple people say Dive Right In, Razor Blades, and Until the Day I Die. But those were all the song versions on their 10-year acoustic release that they did. Gotcha. And then a few people also said Silent Murder. I know you probably have no idea what songs I'm talking about here. But some, of, some, our, of, them. some of our listeners might. Hopefully a bunch of our listeners love Story of the Year. Can I say one thing? 
I don't know. For Can you do? telling me that I probably don't know the songs, I believe we said in an earlier episode, you don't know song titles, you just know track numbers. And you're accusing me of not knowing songs? <laughs> well, I mean, you should definitely know Story of the Year songs. You should know all the Silverstein songs, too. No. <laughs> Anywho, I know, I'm just giving you crap anyways. No, that's interesting that they kind of, it was kind of a little bit all over the place. And yeah. that they were from the acoustic version. I, I try to stay away. Uh, again, being fresh off the yellow card show, I almost mentioned some from the yellow card ocean avenue acoustic at one but i'm like eh, right i don't want to go with an all acoustic album and a song that's on it i felt like that was cheating a little bit right so yeah it was interesting because they all did mention like it was from the 10-year cd that they put out so yeah. i mean i love some of the songs on there but like i said before until the day i die I should just stay original unless it's saying live acoustically then it's different i don't know why probably because dan's sitting there playing guitar and singing it so it's got a different vibe so yeah i mean that's the end of my list now that i added in the discord stuff so with that being said i I do have something a little more and it's akin to the previous episode where i talked about yellow card and that show uh this past actually yesterday I saw the Simple Plan, Sum 41, and Offspring tour. Yesterday being... Right near Buffalo. Being August 20th, because this episode will be... No, yesterday, whenever they're listening to this, even if it's like five years from now. (laughs) It was yesterday. Yeah, so August 20th, 2023, uh, Darien Lake, or as they print on shirts, Darien Center. The actual name of the town is called Corfu. All uh, right. But that kind of looks stupid. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like something I used to watch on TV. It was from a PBS, BBC show I watched because I love period dramas. But anywho, back to your concert Okay, Miss Corfu. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So this one was a little bit. So in the previous episode, I mentioned I upgraded my seats to Yellow Card to be closer. I upgraded my seats to the Offspring show, but to be further away. And... This sounds weird, <laughs> but I will post some pictures on socials when this goes up. So some Live Nation venues have what they call a deck. And it's essentially like an outside deck with patio furniture, and you have direct access to a bar attached to the deck. So you don't have to wait in line. You get quick access to all that kind of stuff. So my old self with the Darien Lake Amphitheater, it's really crammed. And the seats for your butt on these chairs are no wider than like a laptop keyboard. It's they're pretty skinny and uncomfortable. So I was like, you know what? Let's upgrade our seats to this. Why not? We're further away, but it should be comfortable. And it certainly was. So this is the first time I ever did anything like that where I'm really not standing. Because even with the yellow card, I was standing in front of my seat the whole time. So I kind of decide to sit back and chill and stand up and record if I want to or go to like the front of the deck has like a like a small skinny uh, like a breakfast. What do you call that? Like a breakfast bar at a house where you can have like a stool that goes up to it. Um. So it was like that and you could put your drinks on it and everything. But so they start off with simple plan and 
in my opinion, Simple Plan stole the show. <laughs> I think it was the best performance of the night. I mean, they always do put on a great show. They really did. And then he mentioned that he saw the offspring, I believe, when he said he was 12 or 13, and that was a 92. And I <laughs> had to do the math at that point. And I'm like, how old is he? Because he's jumping around on stage. Oh, Pierre's like our age. Pierre's 45. Yeah, he's older than us, but he's like close to our age. Yeah, he's well, my elder... age, closer to my age. He's an elder, elder emo. Well, I mean, you are an elder guns. emo. That's why you upgraded your seats to more comfy ones. It is. Let me say, <laughs> with that being said, we were the youngest people in that section. <laughs> um, But no, they they absolutely stole the show. Completely solid. Great crowd participation. If any listener is interested, I can post some videos on our socials if you're interested and i mean pierre is looking great for 45 and i'm not for 37 he's got that large sleeve of tattoos yeah <laughs> i'm gonna rate pierre um so okay so then here comes the problem that i had in between and this only applies between simple plan and some 41 so they play old music that has nothing to do with the two genres yeah i mean we're talking you're going from pop punk and emo and then you're going into a well i'm gonna get into the i'm gonna call it the sum 41 paradox so it it took me out of the show a little bit so then sum 41 comes on and they open up i forget what they open up with honestly it was something older i want to say it was from all killer no filler i could be wrong Anyway, so my problem, and I, I'm not trying to hate on some 41 because I absolutely love absolutely love older some 41. Right. Derek, I think, has always seemed like they're not bigger than they are, but his personality is bigger than they are. Right. He's got the personality of like the 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 greatness of acdc or like those crowds that 80s hair metal bands would command and he's got that vision that i just don't think fits some 41 and it very quickly led a disconnect in the show for me during their set so i very much got disconnected from their set because it just it didn't match it didn't right. match with the crowd energy. It didn't match with their music. And it just pulled me out. So I call this the Sum 41 Paradox because the other time that I saw them, I had the same exact problem. Hmm. So what I do want to say is between Sum 41 and The Offspring coming on, The Offspring has an interactive intermission, which was fantastic. Think like baseball game seventh inning. Like yeah. you're like... They had like a kiss cam. They had a blimp with a camera flying around and they had like a dance competition (laughs) and like everything else. Like it was a great interactive intermission to keep people engaged so that they weren't taken out of the experience. And it was absolutely a great way. It was like taking what Emo Night did in Yellow Card and stepping it up a notch. Right. And I thought it was great. Wherein lies the next problem? I love older (laughs) offspring. Absolutely love. I can't really, I'm bad at remembering album names from the nineties. Honestly. Did they sing pretty fly for a white guy? Yes. However, I did not stay that long. Let me get, let let me get into why. (sighs) Let me get into why. 
they start off with Come Out and Play, one of my absolute all-time favorite Offspring songs. The pace of their music they wrote in the 90s, along with the aging of the band, they're all in their mid-50s now, showed immediately. They could not keep up with the faster-paced old songs. Yeah. And it was immediately apparent. I originally thought the microphones were going out, but they just couldn't keep up lyrically Ugh. and keep their voice going. So Elder, elder, elder emos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that took me out of it. Geriatric and... emos? <laughs> <laughs> um, so with that being said... Um, I'm, you know, I'll, I'm probably going to get some hate on this. I don't know how many listeners like The Offspring or or, or super into it. You know what, though? Who cares if you get hate? Because bring it. It doesn't matter in this world we live in. There's always going to be someone that's going to be that's true. shitting on your your stories and let's shit it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so then they go into All I Want, which uh, I first heard from Crazy Taxi of all places the video game. Uh, and so I absolutely love that amplified the issue from come out and play really could not keep up with his own lyrics. Uh, the band was off sync with the instruments. It was like, and I'm not talking a lot. I'm talking like a fraction of a second that they were off, like two, three milliseconds, but it was noticeable. Like it was, yeah, it was really noticeable, especially with a fast paced song. You, it, I feel like it's gotta be dialed in. Then they went into some songs that I didn't remember. Like part of it was coming and going, but I didn't really remember it. But they were still fast and it kept happening. Like he, they couldn't keep up. And so I left after original Prankster, which I want to say was a seventh or eighth song. And I was like, you know what? I'm good. I said, I, I was so out of the show at that point because it just, it ruined the vibe for me. Yeah. And I was like, I, I can't enjoy it because they're, they were messing up lyrics. They were off on their timing or not. They weren't messing up, but they couldn't vocally keep up with the pace. And yeah. I, I was like, I turned to my wife and I'm like, we can, we can go. I'm like, I'm done. Um, I had a slightly similar experience, but not with the offspring. This is at like the County fair last year rat played okay but the only song i know is that round and round song yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm like the whole time i'm watching them i'm like wow this guy is how old is he <laughs> he kept seeming like he was just not yeah he and, couldn't stay he was like winded the whole time yeah see trying to you're... still be a rock star but not like necessarily performing at what right. he used to perform at right and it's one thing if so a couple of years ago the beach boys played at the new york state fair and of course it's primarily mike love at this right. point and he started i don't remember what song it was but he started and he had to hold a note and after he held the note he took a deep breath and he's like if anyone's being a songwriter remember you have to sing these 50 years later and then he kept going and he at least admitted that there's a problem oh yeah well i mean like, doing it and like it's one thing to admit it but with them with the offspring not really owning up to it and i hate to say this we a lot of 
rock and roll and punk music in the 90s was very misogynistic. They very much still carried that vibe with them in the show. And that was kind of still, again, a turnoff. Yeah. Um, it, again, a, a, adapting to the changing times, uh, like a lot of comedians and stuff have to do and a lot right. of bands have done over time. And I feel it, it felt like they were kind of stuck still. And I could be wrong. I mean, if anyone really knows them and is, you know, like a super fan, uh, by all means, call me out. I could be wrong. It's just the vibe and the feeling I got from the show. So I mean, it. how far into the tour are they? Halfway. I think halfway. I think Darian was half. Okay. Yeah, because I know they're still coming to Milwaukee. And I know some people from work were like, you should go. And I'm like, I'm not spending that much to see them at my amphitheater. Yeah, so so here's here's my current regret. So as we speak right now, All American Rejects, Newfound Glory, and the Get Up Kids are playing that same amphitheater that I was just at yesterday. I wish I had tickets to today's mm. show instead of yesterday's. Yeah. My only thing was I had not yet seen Simple Plan live. So I'm glad I got to see them. I'm but glad I've, you got to see them and I'm glad they weren't a disappointment. They were great. <laughs> Yeah, cause I've seen the Get Up Kids Warp Tour like 04, 05. It was a long time ago. And I think it was Warp Tour. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. I know I've seen them. Um, I've seen All American Rejects and I've seen Newfound Glory. So it was about who I hadn't seen because my wife and I did have a conversation. Hey, we should sell Offspring tickets and go see All American Rejects the next day anyway. And uh, so we did play around with that a little bit. We had a couple things that came up that we had to do today anyway. So it kind of would have stunk if we had done that. Right. Uh, not that we would have skipped out on all American rejects, but yeah. that's 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 where the Sum 41 and Offspring experience left me wishing that I had seen all American rejects. Right. You only liked really Simple Plan, which that's why I didn't want to really go to that show because I was like, I kind of would have just gone for just simple plan and that kind of would have been a waste of like a hundred and something dollars to be close enough to see them well enough yes. at, the, at the amphitheater and i'm like ah uh, maybe they'll they'll probably do a tour of their own right I'll just so go to that what i will say music aside so simple plan and some 41 is pretty good again it was just more so his energy not matching the true tenacity of the band and the deck upgrade was the best thing I've done for a show. So we got, we had gotten like pretty much the outside of lawn tickets. We got the yeah. cheapest tickets you could. So I want to say we spent like a hundred dollars on the original tickets and then to upgrade to the deck was 50 per ticket. And so you're probably thinking, Oh, $200 for a show. You didn't really care about. Um, I, I wouldn't say I didn't care about it, but being able to relax on, comfortable patio furniture during a show was amazing uh it, it it actually really pulled me in it really let me enjoy my time so although well, it's expensive live nation thank you for making that happen because i did i enjoyed it well that's good at least you got to have a comfortable butt during the concert i know it was great <laughs> all right well Thank you for sharing your experience at the Offspring Sum 41 Simple Plan show. That does it for this episode of Jam XP. Thank you to our listeners for listening and putting up with our banter. Putting up with? This is the highlight. It is probably the highlight. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want to listen to us banter back and forth? Right. 
I I guess let us know if you do like our banter. Please. We'd like to know. <laughs> or do I want to know? No. No, we do want to know. Yeah, I do. Because if you hate it, we're just going to do it even harder. Yes, we're going to do it <laughs> even more. All right. Thanks for listening. And again, you know, check us out on all the social medias on TikTok. Please give us a subscribe on the listening platforms that you're listening on. And we'll see you guys next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>